0: It's us, your Bible besties. I'm Alex, and I'm Lauren, and we're here to tell you all about that Bible as best as I can recall from memory.
1: Yeah, and if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. Welcome. I don't know if you know this, but now we're besties. Deal with it. Yeah, and that means
0: that's not a bad thing. Relax. And one of the sorry things, I said
1: it like that. One of the things that best friends do for one another is they. They, they they just help you out. They're always there for you. Yeah. You've they're, heard of um, the Bible, but dependable. you never read it. Yeah. You've heard of the Bible. You've told people you've read it. You were fibbing. But the truth is – you might have been looking at words on the page but you were thinking about your grocery list. Right. Because it's a, it's it's a full-on boring book at times. It can be. And so we have found no, in just, our It just we, flat out isn't. We like have found in our own lives that w- we need a guide yes. to kind of unpack these stories for Read us. Read so it we, with a bestie. We are your Bible besties and we're here to, Alex is here rather, to unpack these stories for you and add a little color, add in a little flavor. A little flavor. flavor. Maybe little make flavor stuff dust. up entirely. You yeah. don't know. The only way you know is if you read it, but you don't have to because I'm doing it. Sometimes reading the Bible by yourself is like eating a Pringle without any flavor dust. Yeah, you need that dust. It's not like it's bad. It's are like, kind, we're like, like, don't you want it pizza blasted? We're like part of the factory that adds in the sour cream and and onions. Yeah,
0: that chalk dust tastes delicious, and I want it, and I'll scoop it up, and I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put it in your ears. Ew. You ready?
1: Yeah. So today, <laughs> so today, <laughs> that was gross. I love it. So today we I said are ears. On. We're picking the story back up in Genesis chapter 29, starting in verse 21, if you want to follow along in your Bible, which I, Lauren, highly recommend. Lauren needs to, because sometimes I miss, might make something up, and he has to tell me when I've made something up, or missed something entirely. Yeah, my role is to make sure that Alex stays as true to the story, the foundational parts of the story, as possible. And sometimes I'm so true, Lauren doesn't even believe it, and he has to read it to to believe it. Right. And so you might remember from our last episode that our story had Jacob going Jacob to visit. Jacob, who
0: sounds like this. This will be his voice. You'll hear him. He's a very clever boy. He sounds like Elton Brown, the guy from the yeah, Food Channel. I don't know if I'm doing that good of an impression of Elton Brown, but he's definitely an inspiration.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Jacob went to see his uncle, Laban. He sound like this. This it, is him. He's from the backwoods. He's back home country. We're We're like – it's all right. We're all family. He's and cool. Jacob Jacob is running away from his brother Esau because he has cheated him out of his birthright. Right. Um, so he's duped his brother for the birthright. Now he's on the run. He made a deal with his mom to get away from his brother who wants to kind of uh, do harm to him. uh Naturally so at this point. And so he finds his uncle Laban and Laban has two daughters, Leah and Rachel. And he – really wants to marry Rachel. Oh, he likes Rachel. He met Rachel
0: first and Rachel was just stunning. And then yeah. he met
1: Leah. Leah's not ugly, but Leah's got this thing that
0: he's struggling with called sad eyes. She just looks kind of bummed.
1: Yeah, the the Bible She's says not as that bubbly as the younger sister. That she had she's seen some stuff. Sad eyes. So so he makes a deal with his uncle Laban last time, where uh, he agrees to work for seven years for Rachel's a hand in marriage and Laban wasn't that
0: cool with the idea Laban's like listen man there are rules I kind of need to marry off my oldest daughter first them's the breaks my dude and he basically says Nah, dude I'm not gonna have it I want Rachel and that's what I'll have I'll work for seven years to marry your daughter and he says seven
1: years will do it my dude that'll be fine so so we're told at the end of our episode last week That Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Okay, so he's been working seven years. So today, Alex, the story continues in verse 21, and Jacob goes to Laban to ask him for something very important. Okay, so he's walking from work. He's like, I've been working on my
0: family's land all the live long day because I want to marry Rachel. She is sweet as pie. Dang, I'm not a good songwriter like my brother. I really thought I'd be better at this. And he was Laban, Laban. Uh, yay, uh, Laban over here. Yeah, it's me. Hey, I was wondering. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, checked the calendar recently, but uh, it has been seven <laughs> years two days since we made our little agreement. He goes, "Well, who we? has it really? My goodness, that sounds great. Well, great. Uh, you want like a party or something? Like, what? he goes, "Well, like you remember what we agreed to?" And he goes. Oh right. oh, right, you want to marry my daughter. It's been so long, a plum near forgot. Thought you were looking for sort of like an anniversary party. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, wow, been seven years. Sounds good. You know what? You're right. You deserve something. That's for dang sure. My daughter's hand, yes. So let me get a soiree together. What uh, we like to call around here a good old-fashioned hootin' dance. And he goes... Uh, Whatever that is, that sounds great. Uh, Whatever I can do to help you. No, 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 no. You don't need to do a dang, dang thing. This is for you, my boy. You're going to marry my daughter. You've made me one of the happiest fellas' fathers that you could be. So why don't you slip off to your tent and start putting on your little frou-frou outfit for the ball. (laughs) You know, make yourself real pretty for her. And uh, I'll get everything to get her for you. How's that sound? He goes, leaving. You're not a real man, and I'm grateful for for this, for, for everything. All this time, it's barely been a problem at all. I mean, it's it was hard, but uh, you know what? It was all like a day to marry your sweet daughter. And there's just this moment, you know, he's like, Good, get, get out of here! It ain't easy to throw part around these parts. People expect a real shindig. So he does. He goes to his, he goes to his bedroom, uh, essentially a tent, and starts laying out his clothes. He's trying to find out, like, what's the best outfit for, like, meeting Rachel in this capacity, because this also means, Boop! I've been really trying, baby. So he's just like really nervous because she's kind of out of his league. Um, and he's getting ready, starching his clothes, you know, picking out the right ensemble, doing his do, fixing his hair, spraying binaca, putting on all those perfumes, fragrances. He's just going to smell great. All the while, our main man Laban's putting together, as he promised, a real barn burner, if you will. So he's got the barn all day out. He's got the banjos coming in. He's going to have a real rip-roaring good time. He's like, fellas, I want a big table. And I, I kid you not, I want it full of pigs in a blanket. I love those things. Next up over here, I want an open bar. I know. I know. I've been doing pretty good. If you don't know, I've got free labor here for the past seven years. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what I need you to do is uh, set up the liquor cabinet. I want all the best booze. I want the Kaganetti light right over there, my man. Yes, we're going to put away a lot of that stuff. Bring in 10. And he's just getting all the booze and all the stuff ready, the music, the lights. All of this is going to be such a fine video. Make sure you bring a lot of fruit juice because if I know my future son-in-law, my current nephew, because we're nasty like that, Jacob, He likes his fruit fruit drinks with watermelon in it or cucumber. He's always like, uh, I prefer beef flavor over proof, sir. And I'm like, sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, get him in, in here. We're going to get this. This is going to be a rip-roaring good time. So they're putting the party together. It's great. And finally, uh, here he is. He's all dressed up. Jacob's in his tent looking in this mirror. I don't know if that mirror's back then. They do. Anyways, he's looking at himself in the mirror. He's like, this is it. You did it. Seven years in the making. Not to mention the fact of being the younger brother of an absolute buffoon. And finally procuring your birthright. You, the rightful heir of Abraham. The rightful heir of Isaac. You, Jacob, will now have the most beautiful wife in all the land. You did it, big guy. This is your night. You do this thing. And he gets out there. He pops out Spurt of Banaka, he's ready for his lady. And he gets out there and he starts hearing the what a hoot nanny is, essentially. <laughs> As he leaves, he starts hearing the he starts hearing that music. Go ahead, Jonathan, let's hear the music. Oh that is interesting. I was expecting something smart you know, strings or a maria. Yeah, something uh, whatever. It's fine. It's all I've uh, you know what? This this is fine, it's fine towards the barn it seems oh good it's in a barn great well it's fine he finally gets in the barn doors and he's expecting rachel this is what he's imagining like flower petals raining from the ceiling beautiful string quartet a harp a harp, you know and like there's rachel just standing there in a beautiful gown and he's just like gonna be so struck by her beauty he walks into a full-fledged like rager (laughs) like people are swagging from the chandeliers there are keg stands at all 10 stations and he's like oh boy well okay Oh, boy. Not what I imagined. But again, it's all right. Rachel. This is all for Rachel. So he starts making his way through this mass of humanity as people are just drinking and eating pigs in a blanket. Domino's just showed up. And he's like, I didn't expect that. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. Everyone's just doing great. There's a guy on a dirt bike doing tricks out (laughs) front. It's wild. Like, it is a real party. Someone pulls up and they're like, get in the truck. We're going mud. (laughs) great so he gets in there and he's like uh ah, Laban, layman lay was like "Who oh, there he is whoa you have to excuse me buddy i've already had a few but wait what am i looking at why don't you have a drink in your hand he's like well not much of a drinker as you remember he goes didn't i tell you he don't drink nothing no oh, <laughs> come on hey it's your big day bud let me get you one of these drinks so he puts a drink in his hand he's like Thank you. You know, you're right as a uh, as the as the leader of this household in the future, you know, I should probably I can do this. <coughs> wow, it's strong. He's like no, man. That's a Laban drink right there. You drank up. Uh, so he drank. It, it was a four horseman. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> he finishes it up and he says, uh, well, great. Thank you for this. Wow. This is an amazing party you've thrown here. Uh, if you don't mind, though, I was wondering if I was getting time to where I could uh, meet my betrothed. If uh, lovely Rachel could. Uh, where is she? I assume she's here. He's like, oh, buddy, she's here. All right. But she's still getting ready. You know how them ladies are. And he's like, that's a little. That's a little offensive. He's like, You, what? What well, they do. They take a while. I'm just saying it how I hear it. Anyways, so uh, she'll be here in a bit, but man, just enjoy yourself. There's a guy doing tricks on a dirt bike out front. Let's do this thing. <laughs> so he's there. He's milling about. He's meeting the whole Dang Dang family. Kegstand Dan is there. <laughs> Kegstand Dan, cousin Kegstan Dan's like, Hey, man, how long can you do Kegstand? I'm Kegstand Dan. <laughs> he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, well, this, and he shows him for three minutes. He's up there, <laughs> keg stand, dad, and he's like, uh, uh, you got to try, dude. And he's like, okay. So whoop flips his legs up. <laughs> he's picked up by multiple cousins who uh, give him his first keg stand experience where he nearly drowns. <laughs> and he, he has to breathe for a little bit. After Jacob's first keg stand, he has a tough time breathing. He has to sit out for a bit. But all the while, people are just handing him drinks, handing him drinks. Handing him drinks. Drinks he's never seen before. None of them with the cucumber or watermelon he's used to putting in his own beverage. And he's finally, uh, he's finally just keeps coming up to Laban and is like, hey, hey Laban. Uh, wow. Again, great party. Oh, I think I just threw up in my mouth Well. um is there any way, uh, is Rachel to be here anytime? So he goes, Rachel, yeah, she'll be here, man. Come on. This, this is how we do things in our family. We party, my man. We celebrate because life's for living. Laheim, my dude. And he goes, All right, all right. And then he continues, He, like, this is sounding a bit like Noah and it should because he gets blackout drunk.
1: Well, I don't think that's like- in the Bible. But it's the only way I can make sense of what happens next. And so all has the, all these people bring up these home, homey, home-down, down-home drinks to him, he yeah. gets a little fed up with it, doesn't he? And he decides to go behind the bar and start – Oh, yeah. He makes a few cocktails himself, I'm sure. Again, this is all incredibly extra biblical. But all
0: I can say is like this is definitely um, – this is the only explanation I can give for what happens because he gets so pants-on-head drunk. He doesn't even remember the rest of the evening, except when here it is, finally. Laban's like, well, you look plenty lubricated, my man. Looks like you're ready to finally celebrate with us in the way that is customary in our family. You're finally, all your inhibitions are gone. You can stop being all stressed out and nerdy like you always are. You're finally drinking Natty, which I'm just so excited about. And you know what? I think it's time for you and my daughter to run into each other. She's here, my dude. She's here. And he's like, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) He's just obliterated. Because all he does is he is finally brought into the marital tent. Womp. It happens. Definitely not as he imagined it. His was way more romantic, you know. But uh, it happens. And he wakes up in the morning, surprisingly not incredibly hungover, I guess. It doesn't say that because, well, all this stuff isn't really in the Bible. What happens is he wakes up. You know the bit. He's awake. He wakes up and he... Kinda of remembers the evening, but one thing is he's certain is he's not alone in this bed. And he's so relieved because for all these years he's wanted to be with her, with Rachel, and he's finally there. He rolls over in bed. He 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 strokes the hair out of her face and sees those dead, sad eyes glaring back at him. It's Leah. <laughs> It's Leah. He, he went to bed with Leah. Now, was it because he was so drunk? No. Not even if he was drunk would this have happened. No, no. This wasn't a mistake on his part. This was, as he imagines, he's now thinking, this is a ruse by Laban. He says, uh, Leah? And Leah goes, hi, good morning. It's good to see you. I imagine you're a bit surprised. And he says, yeah, how long have you been here? And she's like, well, been here all night. We, uh, kinda consummated the dang dang thing, but, uh, hope you're not too mad. Uh, you know, my dad's customary and all. And he goes, excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. And he leaves. <laughs> he just runs out of there like a bottle rocket. And he runs out was like, Laban! And Laban's like, keep it down, man. I ain't even getting to bed yet. Woo! That was a <laughs> party. And he's like, why did I wake up with Leah? And he goes, well, because you went to bed with her, stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know the rules. I can't just marry off my youngest. What did you think you were getting? And he goes, Rachel, we agreed to this seven years ago. And he goes, well, heck, if I remember, I told you. I nearly forgot that was the deal. Anyways, it don't matter. Them's the rules, man. I can't change the rules. We got customary rules here. You may think we're backwards, but uh, them's the rules, buddy. And he goes, rules, you're a liar. You're a deceptive, cruel uncle. You knew exactly what you were doing. You just stick. he goes, ay, 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 let's just dial it back there, nephew. I hadn't been thinking about this. I thought you were going to get a little sour about this, but need I remind you, last time I checked, the son of Isaac was Esau. Now, his second son was you. Now, you roll up in here saying you're the sole inheritor of all his possessions and things and lands and slaves. Makes me wonder. You're so high and mighty, so clever, so, so honorable. Why are you here and not Esau? That's right. I know your dang story, you tricky little smart aleck. You came here and thought, you know what? I get what I want. Why do I got to marry a firstborn? I'll just marry a secondborn because she's the kind I like. Well, you know what? Laban may be called a lot of things, but one thing is, is traditional. <laughs> <laughs> I uphold traditional values and you ain't gonna come in here with all your trickery and take my youngest daughter and leave my oldest daughter up there alone. You think you could handle that, smart mouth? And he goes, well, you kind of got me there. Yeah. Uh, I still think what you did was deceptive. Yeah, you'd know deceptive, wouldn't you, you little liar? And he goes, crap. Uh Well, uh, fair enough. I will, I'll have you know I'm very honorable. I'm so honorable, I will honor this marriage to Leah. How's that? He goes, yeah, you bet you will. He goes, however, I am not done. I would like to also marry Rachel. He goes, oh, you'd like to marry both of them. You know what? Fine. Seven years, dude. And he goes, seven, no, no, this, this can't happen. You can't do this. <sighs> da- It's unfair. He goes, unfair is what? Stealing your older brother's birthright? My God, man, I heard about you. You're a liar. Fine. I will agree to work here seven years, but I will marry Rachel now. You bring her to me now. He goes, no, you get one week. How about that? You, You marry my daughter, Leah. Don't be despicable about it and make her feel unwanted. You will honor my daughter. You will bury her. You will stay married to her in perpetuity. And you will be her sole husband for at least a week. And she will be your sole wife. And then, fine. Rachel, you'll finally get what you want, you little smart aleck. Well, deal. That's fine. That's fine. And that's what happened. He had to marry Leah exclusively for a week. And then he finally got to marry Rachel. Big whoop-de-doo. Um, but he has, to
1: work, seven but he has to
0: work seven more years there.
1: How, how do you think that week of uh, soul marriage to Leah went? I'm guessing he was an underwhelming husband
0: because I'm guessing he pouted a lot for a while. I mean, seven years is a lot. So I'm guessing like he's a good cook. I imagine if Rachel was his wife in that morning, he woke up, he would have made her like delicious eggs. You know, the kind made in like a pot, not a pan. Mm-hmm. Kind of you add like a little creme fraiche to. You keep stirring it, a little pat of butter in there. Don't salt it. Don't do that. You'll ruin it. You do that at the end. But I'm guessing with Leah, he did like, uh, you know, just that floppy egg stuff. Just cracked them in there, add a little water and milk and cheese or something. It was like, omelets are ready. <laughs> he was probably not that because it, it will continue the story. This is a bit of a long episode, but it was quite a soiree. But in the next episode, you'll find out exactly how she kind of starts getting
1: uh, recognized more. Than, than Rachel. Well, it's just fascinating how our good buddy Jacob got a taste of his own medicine.
0: Yeah, he got duped. Firstborn dupes don't aren't so great when you get them, huh, buddy boy? Right. Uh, admittedly, none of Laban's speech is in the Bible. Moral of this story, what goes
1: around... Comes around. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Since we're besties now, could you do us a favor? Visit iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Also, be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter, and visit us at BibleBesties.com for exclusive content.